And then when Barry gets excited, his collapsed trachea um, starts acting up and he makes these like weird noises until he sounds like he's regurgitating and then he's okay. <laughs> you have <laughs> to some, do the noise. You have, have to, to do, do the, the noise. noise. Yeah, you do. It's like... Doom, 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 doom. Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. Welcome! <laughs> My name is Vero. And I'm Heidi, or Heidushka, as some like to call me. <laughs> and we've got some stories for you. We've got some stories and some discussions. I'm a bad dog owner this week. I'm a bad dog owner this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tired dog owner this week. <laughs> yes, Vera was dog sitting and I was taking my dog. My dog had new experiences and I didn't prepare as well as I should have. Mm. I am yes. rethinking getting a second dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me about your weekend. So this weekend, it was Easter weekend. So on Thursday evening, Miss Mochi and Big Bear, who's like a little 13-year-old Pomeranian, were dropped off for the weekend. And they left last night. Today was so peaceful. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a bit of a zoo for three days. The first evening was just crazy because Mochi and Ralph were just non-stop playing. My floor has suffered. <laughs> it was already bad, but now it's just like really bad. And it's just non-stop playing. Like non-stop playing. If one lies down, like the other goes up is- to the other one and is just like biting and like, come on, come on, what you doing? What are you doing? Come on. And Mochi's very yappy. So it's like they're playing and she's yappy. Um, So, yeah, that that was pretty much the weekend. And then Bear is, like I said, he's old. He's 13 years old. (laughs) And he has a collapsed trachea, which, (laughs) which, you know, he's not very noisy, but he makes a lot of weird noises because of his collapsed trachea. (laughs) So he doesn't like the other two. Um, with good reason, probably. (laughs) (laughs) And Bear was raised with somebody always there. Always, always there. So he's a little bit spoiled and has some anxiety. Um, So he always has to be near you. So I slept with a dog in my bed (laughs) this weekend. Wow. And I think Bear fell off the bed (laughs) one night. <laughs> um so yeah so he, he Ralph likes to come up to him and like put his face into his face and just like like he just terrorizes him like he knows yeah and bear just like barks and yaps and tries to like be a big bad dog and bites at Ralph but he barely has any teeth so <laughs> it doesn't matter and then when Barry gets excited his collapsed trachea um starts acting up and he makes these like weird noises until he sounds like he's regurgitating and then he's okay <laughs> you have <laughs> to some... do the noise you have, have to, to do, do the, the noise. noise yeah you do it's like 
(laughs) (laughs) Poor bear. It's like a little old man hack. Yeah. Poor bear. Yeah. And it's like, come on, you can do it. (laughs) So, yeah, and he has medication that he takes. And (laughs) I was reading the medication and it's hydrocodone. And I'm like, I've taken that before. (laughs) Um, So it's just really to suppress the cough. Oh, okay. How did he get a collapsed trachea? I don't know. Oh. I think it's common enough. Yeah? Yeah. Is it from being old and barking too much or what? He's not a big barker. I'm going to look it up. So maybe just old age? Yeah, maybe. But he's super cute. And yeah, he's just very needy, but in a different way than the other two. So has Ralph been sleeping ever since they've gone home? Yeah, he's been more quiet. Yeah. So that's been nice. I know last night I was like um, to my boyfriend, I'm like, do you hear that? He's like, what? I'm like, it's quiet. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other two, uh, Mochi also eats raw food, but not as food motivated as Ralph. So we were feeding them at the same time. And Mochi's kind of like picky as to like when she eats. She's not as hungry. So she'll just eat if she wants. If she's not hungry, she won't touch her food. But we discovered that if Ralph is eating, she wants to do the same. So we were pretty much just feeding them at the same time. <laughs> but Ralph was like, just like, um, 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 like into his bowl. And then he turned around and like go to Mochi's bowl and then come back to his. So we had to be in, in between to make sure Ralph just stayed, stayed in his own bowl. It's really funny how their behavior changes when there's another dog eating at the same yeah. time. Yeah. 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 It's like. It's like, can I eat this one and that one? I know. But what if and I they... eat a little bit of this one and I go to the other one? But if I finish this one, maybe I'll get to the other one. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, yes. my goodness. And getting up in the morning. Um, well, I did not get up in the morning, but it's like letting Ralph out first and then getting Mochi and then letting Mochi out without Ralph. And Mochi is all white and fluffy. <laughs> And she was not all white and fluffy when she left last night. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the springtime and the mud and everything yeah. and them running around with each other. Yeah. And just biting at each other. Like her fur was just all like gross and. Oh, yeah. Like the drool. Drool yeah. hair. <laughs> yes. The drool hair. The drool hair. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. So, I mean, it was fun for them. It was fun. It's just, it's a lot. Three dogs. Yes. Especially like the mix that you got there. Like sometimes it's like it 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 like works really well, and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> but I think like with the age differences and everything like that, like that's the one that makes uh that like difficult. So yeah, yeah, it's tough. And then we have um we have this baby gate that prevents Ralph from going into the kitchen, and so Mochi's crate was in our closet. Mm-hmm. So we would have to bring Mochi over the gate at night. And on the second night, I grab Mochi and she's growling. Oh. Yeah. So I quickly like put her back down and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> um, so she did it a couple of times. And at some point she went, meow. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh. I'm like, did Mochi. I hurt her the first time I picked her up or maybe? 
I don't think so. Does she normally get picked up by her owners? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. That's probably it. Yeah. But it could be it. Yeah. I guess Ralph's just like a big potato, so. I thought you were going to say that she taught him to jump the gate, and I was like, no! (laughs) (laughs) But she did jump the gate a couple of times, and I was like, okay, Ralph cannot see this. (laughs) I know, I know. I was like, (laughs) "Uh what else did she do that I was like, she cannot teach Ralph that? (laughs) Oh, I think she was barking at some birds outside, and I was just like, okay, nope, 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 nope. (laughs) Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Oh my goodness. So here we are dog podcasting all the time, telling you guys all the do's and the don'ts. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm guilty of some major don'ts this weekend. We Um, do the don'ts. We do the don'ts. Everybody does that. We're not perfect for crying out loud. But there's one, there's one where like, well, anyways, I'll tell you what happened. So it was, it was Easter weekend this past weekend. And um, my husband and I decided to go up to the cottage on Good Friday. So this is the first time we were bringing our new Weimaraner, Lou, up to the cottage. And she's, for those of you who didn't hear the story, we got her in February. She, uh, our other dog that we had passed away over the holidays. Um, and I contacted our Weimaraner breeder to see where they were at and asked him if they had any returns to reach out to us. He did. We got Gibbon's cousin because she got returned <laughs> shortly afterwards. So anyway, so we have two Weimaraners the same age. Um, one that we had from a pup, but Lou came to us at the end of February and we have our suspicions based on her behavior of what her life may have been like before us, but I don't think it had much exercise, which is why she got returned to the breeder. So she was overweight when we first got her, but that's been like handled now. She's looking like a good weight. We take her and we walk like take her. She gets walked for sure every day and run like every day because I have, um, a retired father who likes to come and walk the dogs. <laughs> Lucky me. She's really scored the jackpot here with this family. But anyways, but um, she was completely untrained. Like I even tried speaking to her in French because she came from a French family, <laughs> but she did not know any commands. She, there was no rules to anything. You've heard the stories over the past weeks of her steel. She's a counter surfer <laughs> big time. So this is like been without a major, any shame. <laughs> With, like, no shame, just grabbed a pork tenderloin and jumped on the couch next to me. I was like, what? <laughs> but um, anyway, so I've slowly been working with her. And I have to say, like, I'm, you know, I work full time. I'm doing school. So have I been perfect and practicing every day? No, I have not. But she's she was lear- learning manners and getting into the routine of things, like, for sure. But, like, as she gets more comfortable, like, just, like, as I've mentioned several times, the three, three, and three rule of, like, three days, three weeks, three months, um, the longer they're with you and the more they start getting comfortable, the more the behaviors start to come out. So I think because of what we've been doing and the way that my husband and I have been working with her and stuff, the separation anxiety is starting to come out quite a bit. So um, I'll tell you sort of how I came to that realization over the weekend. (laughs) And um, we've got our work cut out for us moving forward. So um, last weekend, um, we were visiting a family member's house who has a pool in the back and they also have a dog. So when we arrive to the house, I always go into the backyard so you can off leash the dogs and introduce them. That is a do, by the way. (laughs) 
<laughs> do <laughs> let your dogs meet off leash and supervised and all of that sort of thing. But for me, I was more concerned about the pool. Now, there was still ice over the pool, but when she ran to the other side and then saw me, she jumped across the pool. Like, But the ice was thick enough that it uh, supported her weight. But I was still like, oh, God, she has, like, no clue. Like, and she's – so when we were going up to the cottage on Good Friday – I like I remember asking my my dad about what the lake was like and stuff like that and he's like no it's starting to melt for sure but there's still ice on there and so I thought like it was melted like so that around the shoreline it was all water but then there was still ice like and we have a dock and it was like there there was ice like two feet out like from the dock two three feet out. So when we arrived at the cottage, I was curious because I was just like, oh, okay, well, she probably won't since there's water. And she walked to the water's edge and she didn't try jumping on the ice or anything like that. But then my husband went on the dock and I was like, yeah, here we go. Let's see. And she jumped off the dock onto the <laughs> ice and went oh right God. on through, <laughs> right through the ice. And I was like, ah! I was like screaming. <laughs> but she swam back towards the dock and my husband was able to pull her out. And then we brought her inside. We toweled her off. We got her all warm and dry and everything and when we went out I said go to the dock again like right away because I want to know if she learned and she didn't jump again at least she learned her lesson yeah so you know again like like that was like I'm glad that she I'm glad that the ice was so soft like where she jumped onto that she fell in right away because if she had jumped onto the ice walked out further and then fallen mm -hmm. through the ice I don't we would have had a harder time getting out to her now, people were asking, why didn't you have her leashed up and stuff like this? And it's because, like, like we have to park our car sort of, like, up on the road and, like, walk to the cottage. So it's just letting her loose with Gibbon to show her around and sniff around and everything. And she, like I said, she stays very close to us. So I knew she wasn't going to go running down and straight onto the lake. Like, she stays very close. And she did. And I knew that we'd be able to supervise. And I wanted her to do that, to, to be honest with you. I wanted her to take the risk. And we knew that we were right there and would be able to help her out and everything. We had a boat ready <laughs> in case I had to yeah. go like, you know, through the ice or whatever. And I, I but anyways. I'm glad we had that experience because now she knows. And Vera was asking, oh, how, like, could she swim? And I'm like, well, I didn't see how good of a swimmer she was in all of the <laughs> excitement. I was like, ah, like starting to get like a boat ready or whatever. But like, she wasn't that far from the dock and it was like really, really quick. So we shall see what, what she thinks of that the next time we go up. Mm -hmm. But anyway, she was really good at the cottage. Everything went really well. But uh, the plan was to have our family dinner on the Saturday up at the cottage. Now, Friday night, there was a huge storm that came through our area, I think, like, both Ottawa and up close to where our cottage was. And the power went out. Oh. So we were, like, we didn't really have running water anyways because my dad always shuts it off in the winter because the pipes freeze and blah, 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 blah. Not important. But anyways, so no running water and now no power and, like, a big Easter dinner and, like, 12 people coming up. So we were, like, oh, what should we do? Should we go back into the city? da, 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 da. Anyways, we called our, all of our family members and decided we were going to drive back into the city. And now we were doing the Easter dinner at my house. So, like, last minute decision. My house wasn't even clean. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah. we woke up the next morning. We had breakfast. And then my husband and I left right away because we came to, like, clean our house and get ready to host, like, a big dinner. So my dad gave me, like, all the meat and everything. We packed everything up, came home, started cleaning the house making a dinner setting the table doing all of the like you know holiday dinner thing okay so 
my sister came with her with her two boys so my two nephews and then my brother came with one of my nephews and there's three nephews they're all 17 years old that they all like rough house and chase each other around the house and stuff it's like another pack of dogs (laughs) (laughs) and I forgot to mention that on top of that um because we were expecting to be away for like half of the weekend um, we have uh, another friend that lives with us. Like we have a separate area, like in our basement with a bedroom and everything like that. And another mutual friend of ours asked to dog sit, asked us to dog sit for him uh, over the weekend. So we had a third dog in the house. It's a, an Australian healer named Hopper. <gasps> He's very cute. He looks like a dingo, and he was very well behaved. Very well behaved. Very good dog. Super cute. My son is now in love and is like wanting us to get a healer. He wants to give, he wants to return Lou and and get a healer. And you'll know why at the (laughs) end of this story. But anyways, there was just a lot going on. And because I was preoccupied with, you know, cleaning my home and making a holiday dinner, I sort of forgot about the whole like dog aspect of things. So my brother and his wife and their son came over and then my sister and her husband and their two boys came over and we started out and everything was going well. And they like, it was some of their first time meeting Lou and they're like, she's so sweet and she's very calm. And like, she, she, I could put her in place and like, she's still not perfect. She'll come off every once in a while, but like she was getting the, the whole thing of staying in place, like on the dog bed and stuff like that and staying out of the way. And then my dad always does this thing where he cooks in the kitchen and feeds the dogs nonstop. So they're in and out of the kitchen and like all, it was just like all the excitement of everything. Right. So then later, like we finished dinner and then we were sitting in like the living room area and like just having some like drinks after dinner and stuff like this. And then that's when the teenagers started like running around. So they chase each other up the stairs, down the stairs, running back and forth. They were, they had like blankets on them and their Nerf guns making super loud noises. Like some of them were wearing like hats and like costumes and stuff like this. So it was just like, again, like a lot more activity. So I guess at one point, and my son didn't tell me when it happened. He told me the day after, but when they were running into the basement, Lou lunged out and bit him, like nipped at him, mm-hmm. like in, in the side. So bit him on the side of his leg. And so he's got like a bit of a bruise there or whatever. So he was telling us the next morning, he's like, oh, I don't like Lou and she's not working out and we need to give her back. And I was like, what? And he's like, she bit me. I was like, she bit you. I'm like, when? And then he, he told me and I'm like, so what were you like? I, I was trying to get like the whole situation. Then I was just like, oh, my God. Like, and I was kind of like super upset by him telling me this because I, I, I can't have a dog that's biting kids because we have kids around. Right. Mm hmm. But I was thinking, like, she hasn't bit him up until this point, and, like, oh, my God. And I was just, like, what do we do? And, like, I don't want to be the the dog owner that's defending the dog because a dog should, should not be biting people. And But at the same time, like, looking back at the circumstances, like, of it all, like, another dog in the house, all these people, like, which she hasn't experienced. In, in hindsight, I should have closed her off in, like, another room upstairs. Yeah. But here's, here's another kicker. When we were at the cottage, like when we were packing up and going to leave, my husband just wanted to go use the washroom really quick before leaving. And he was saying that she was whining, like she, she came down with him. So this is another thing. My, like my dad comes and walks them every day. When we were at the cottage and uh, my husband and I were sleeping in the morning, my dad went to go walk them in the morning and she wouldn't go with them. She would not leave Matt and I. Wow. And, and, 
I don't know. My dad kept saying like, cause my dad has a walking stick and he kept saying that that was seemed to be what was freaking her out. Like, so she was like afraid of the walking stick and then she'd bail on the walk and just run back to the cottage. Hmm. So anyway, so, and then when my husband went to use the washroom, he was saying that when he um, was in the washroom, she just sat outside the washroom and was like whining the whole time. So I was just like, Oh my God, she can't tolerate like being separated by a door. And then, you know, like the nipping could have been again because of the environment circumstances. She wasn't, it was just like too overwhelming for her, but either way, whether it's a symptom of separation anxiety, which clearly she has or something else, we got our work cut out for us because she can't be nipping at people. No, no. Lou. Yeah. So I took to the, um, the YouTube I took to the mm-hmm. interwebs <laughs> and uh, started looking up one of our faves that we talk about all the time on the show, solid canine training. So I watched a video on separation anxiety and like the to do like, like he was just saying like, do this, do this, do this, do this. So I think uh, the things in the video, the first one that he said is um, like teaching them the place command. So like, you know, like lots of rules, like, no, the first one was structured walk. So we, I have been doing that with her every day. So structured walk for all of you guys that don't remember is like, not just lackadaisical, like walking where your dog is sniffing and like pooping and like doing like all this different stuff. It's you have them at your side, they're paying attention, they're focused, they're not looking at squirrels or reacting to anything. It's like you're on a mission and they're walking at your side in the heel position and, and doing that. I might join one of their Q&As just to ask because what we typically do, what I've been doing with her, is I take her on a structured walk and then end at the park across the street from us where I let her off leash in a big field and let her go for Mm -hmm. a run at the end. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to feel about that. But anyways, we'll see. So structured walk was the first thing he recommended. Um, The second thing he recommended was um, crating the dog so we have not been creating her but we've been keeping her in a like uh closed in specific area of the house now she's still like as i've mentioned has gotten into a few different things because she counter surfs or she does whatever yeah so the destruction again another like sign of like separation anxiety so i'm debating like do i put her in the crate but i remember hearing from the previous, like the breeder said with the previous owners that she was escaping the crate because there was the second dog around. So, uh, but again, they probably like, I don't, she came completely untrained. So they were probably like shoving her into the crate and like having her panic and like everything like that. You know what I mean? I'm debating whether to do the crate thing or not. I don't know. But um, another thing was, like, start practicing, like, the place command. Like, your dog should not be following you around the house, which she totally does. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time, like, if we're sitting on the couch and I go to go upstairs to just get something really quick, she, she'll she come with me every time. And I kind of started noticing that, too. So, like, again, I think that's just building up. So I really, really have to start focusing more on the place command and having her stay there even not sitting next to us on the couch anymore for the next mm-hmm. week, having her just stay. So we've moved the dog bed into a different location. I'm going to start working on the place command with her and having her not sit on the couch with us anymore. So we should see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. 
And then the other thing that he said, which we've also mentioned many times on the show, was like no big goodbyes or like um, big hellos, which my husband admits he's guilty of. Like, like I've been trying to teach them to sit calmly, like when we when we come in the house, but they're still like you can see they're like vibrating, like they're like oh, oh. <laughs> and then I say like okay, and then I give them pets, and I'm like, you know, hi doggies, and but see, yeah, that that I think is enough to build like all the anxiety and the tension around like everything so what about like just giving pets when she's lying down and calm yeah that too yeah so it said no like like that's another thing um jeff bellman from solid canine training said um is like you can't over praise them with food like physical touch or like any of that so i think we he, like he's and he's i'm not saying like never do it it's just you need to rein that back like big time and then he talked about like treadmill running which i'm not going to do because first of all i don't have a treadmill and it's not going to but it talks about the exercise i think they get enough exercise with like the walks that they get mm-hmm. like going out like at least twice a day for like a good walk and like a a nice run where they run it off and um so we're gonna just tighten up on some of the rules and see how it goes i'm still debating about whether to do the crate or not je ne sais pas yeah it's tough i know because um and it's not even about feeling bad about i think what i might do is start crate training her for just for the hell of it but maybe not crating her throughout the day, but maybe crating her for like when I go, go upstairs to, yeah, exactly. Take a shower or during dinner time or any Mm. of that kind of stuff. So, um, and the other thing was like, I made my whole family watch this video. And so I think what I'm going to do is like starting tomorrow is at the dinner table, I'm going to put her in place, make sure she stays there and talk to my family about, okay, these are the new rules moving forward. Yeah. There needs to be more boundaries and rules. I think we need more boundaries and rules with Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. Although he's not anxious. He's just like always. um, High energy. Yeah. High energy. Like he doesn't stop. Like we'll take him to the park for half an hour. Just throw the ball for half an hour. And then at some point he just lies down and then we're like, okay, we're good. (laughs) Yep. And then we come home and he's like, window, kitchen, like the baby gate, window, kitchen, go around the table, baby gate, window. It's just like, oh my God. <laughs> so it's funny that you say this. And again, like it, it, like it's, it can be a symptom of many different things. And like he, like in the video that I was, the YouTube video that I was watching, uh, Jeff Gelman was just saying that like your, your house is not Wally world. <laughs> and it should not be an exciting place and that like if they're zooming and jumping from the couch to here and going to the window and here and barking at some dogs and then to the door and then like he's like then you need to do the place command or create Mm -hmm. create them or whatever until they learn that like the house should be a calm place and um and it's weird because my dogs aren't like they're calm when they're at home like they're calm like they come in they sleep on the couch like they're excited when we get home but once we come in and sit down they come and they like they lay down on the couch right next to us it's going to be interesting like it's going to Lou's going to have a hard time not getting on the couch with us because again I think it's like they're like this is like our 
dog bed that you guys come and hang out with us in. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be interesting, but to see what happens, but it will be good. Like, I think what I might do is spend the first couple of days within the evening, her not coming up on the couch at all. And then only when I invite her after yeah. that, I think that's where we have to go with it. Aww. So your not, homework is couch and I have to work on place this week. And you have to work on place. I have to do mm -hmm. place and no couch. And all those things too. And then teaching my family. places. Yeah. It's just to stay on. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of getting up and bringing back. And... and and this is the thing too, like what she said at the end of the video where he's just like dog training is not like a set of tricks that you pull out every once in a while. He's like, it's a 24 seven, 365 mm -hmm. like responsibility to keep them in those boundaries. So you don't run into problems. And I think that's what happens with like most of the public. Like it's easy for someone like Jeff Gelman or somebody who is a dog trainer. Cause it's literally like their job. And I'm sure, like I said, none of us are perfect and you get into a comfort zone where you let things slide or you're just too tired or you've had like a super busy week and you're stressed out and you cuddle them a bit too much. And then like bad habits start to slide back in again, but it's like realizing it, like reflecting on it and then, okay, what are we get? What do we need to do? Sort mm -hmm. of like you and I are doing right now. <laughs> yeah. So like, and it, unfortunately for us, it took a bite. Like she didn't break the skin, like on my son or anything like that, but still like you can't have a dog that's like harming people. And I don't want her reactive like that. And it's not too often that we have like that many people like in the house, but still it, it doesn't matter. Like you can't have her overwhelmed and she needs to focus more. And these are the things that we need to do to get her there so that you can enjoy your relationship with your dog and not be in a place where you have to decide crap. Like, do I return her to the breeder or yeah. I don't, I do not want to be that person. And like, it, for me, like, the hardest part is the more people you have in the household, the harder it sort of is to get everybody on the same page. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, we're just two and sometimes it's hard. We're like, okay, no more cuddling. Yeah. And I know it's almost like we just can't do it. I know. I know. <laughs> he's just so cute. I know. He's just so cute. And you want to give pats. That's why we get the doggies for all the yes. pets. That's why I got the Weimaraners to snuggle with me on the couch. <laughs> and now I have to make her place in the corner. Yeah. But she has to. It's good for both of us. And this with... was. Sorry. Sorry go ahead. Ralph, <laughs> yeah. We taught him place later because. We didn't have a designated area for place because Ralph would chew his bed. Yeah. So we always took it away. Yeah. So he was without a bed for quite a while. And then we got this elevated bed, um, which then I trained him again, like this is place and mm -hmm. Ralph place. And then I would like with the slip lead, bring him onto the elevated bed and be like, yes, good boy. And give him a treat. Um, but now it's going to be working on staying yeah on there yeah at least like during meal times yeah see like gibbs is pretty good at staying in place and but since lou though i find he's gotten worse so again like her like behaviors are starting to affect like his good behaviors mm -hmm. so you get into the struggle so like we'll have to bring two dog beds into the room and both of them are gonna have to stay on place yeah and both of them are going to hate it. <laughs> I'll probably be eating standing <laughs> this week. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. That's why we moved like the dog beds because before it was behind our couch, but like so now we can't see and stuff. So we moved it so it's like right on front of the couch. So at, at least when we're going to continuously take them back. So just as a reminder, because this is something that I sort of caught myself is you might want to watch this video. I'll send you the link and we can maybe put it in like when we post this uh, episode on our Let's Boop Snoots website. But um, I think, what was I... I can't remember if it was a video that I watched of just Jeff Gelman teaching the place command, but he was saying like, you do it with the leash, right? Like, and mm -hmm. you start with the leash and you bring them over and you say place when, like when, when they sit and then, and then you have them stay there. And when they get off, you say no, and you bring them back, but you don't repeat the command. No, exactly. And I, I kept repeating it. I'm, I'm, I was like, place, 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 mm -hmm. place, 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 place. <laughs> <laughs> So I need to stop doing that. So like when she gets off, it's like, no, and you bring her back until you say whatever your re release word is. It's funny. She yeah. doesn't pick, Lou doesn't pick up on the release command. Like, so that's <laughs> where it's good to have Gibbon there too, because when I say, okay, it's like he, he comes right off. And when I say, okay, to everything, follows. like, and she just follows, but um, like she gets it with the food. But again, it's because like Gibbons, like as soon as, a, as you know, as you well know now, <laughs> when you have two dogs getting ready to eat and you're having them sit and stay or whatever, when I say, okay, Gibbon is just like right onto the food. Cause they're like both it's, I really got to steam my floors cause the drool is just like Niagara Falls. <laughs> Ralph doesn't drool too much. Oh man. Yeah. They, they drool just when you make them wait for the food. They're standing there and it's just pouring out of their mouths. Oh, my God. Yeah. So if I were to train Ralph to go to place, um, like with his prong collar, you would just leave the leash on it? Yep. Okay. Then go. Nope. <laughs> yep. Just nope. nope. And it's like... It's it's good to watch these videos every once in a while because it's a refresher for yourself too. And it's hard when you're getting frustrated and stuff, but you don't need to be like screaming and yelling at them, right? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. no, even though like that's what you feel like doing. But um, like, he's just like, nope. <laughs> like, nope. Yeah. Nope. nope. Bring the dog it back. doesn't have to be this huge like conflict with you and your dog. <laughs> Although sometimes you feel like strangling them. I shouldn't say that. We're, yeah, now we're gonna kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna have to say that this episode contains violent remarks <laughs> so next time we boop we're gonna say that we've seen some progress in our doggos yes yes we're gonna talk and see how the week went of our refresher manners yes so i'll be using some pressure training with yep. mr ralph yes so I'll be leading him back because for sure he's going to jump off. So as yep. soon as he jumps off, like Heidi says, it'll be a no. And then putting pressure on the leash until he's back into place. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully within a day or two, he catches on. The, the next thing that I'll have to do once we get things a little more under control is my dogs are super reactive to the doorbell or somebody knocking at the door or like somebody coming in and being like, hello. They're like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and, and they go and see. And then once they see who it is, then they stop. But it's like the rushing the door thing, like the reacting to the doorbell. So I need to, that's going to be project number two. Yeah. But this and week could be the jumping on people at the door. Yes. Good Lord. Yes. 
I know. So that's the good thing about place is that you can put them in place. Like I do that like on, because every Friday night is pizza night. So every Friday night there's a pizza dude coming to the door <laughs> who, who for a while was a dude who was afraid of dogs. <laughs> but um, they're pretty good. Like I'll be like place. And like, again, like, like Gibbon was really good at it. But now with Lou, he's a little quicker to jump off the place. And it's like, mm. Soon See, with Ralph, he's just so like squirmy and like you've seen him spin. Yeah. On the floor. Like, how am I supposed to control that? It's hard. If you if you focus on the place, have him sit in place. If you can perfect place, have them stay in place when somebody yeah. even when somebody's coming in the door and then you wait until they're off and done. But like same thing, like even when I say place, like like when for instance when my mom comes over, so she rings the doorbell, they go wah, 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 and storm the door and I'm like, ah, 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 ah. I'm like place or I make them sit and I'm like stay and I make them s- sit and stay, but they're like like vibrating. <laughs> yeah. And then my mom comes in and I have to be like ah, 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 like like ho- holding them because they want to their their butts are like literally ho- like hovering over the floor <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as i'm like like she takes off her coat and like all of that stuff and then i say okay then it's like it's it's still excitement like they run circles around her and like they don't mm-hmm. jump but they're still like oh <laughs> <laughs> like like going nuts and it's like yeah i don't know maybe that will be another q and a question for some of yeah. the trainers for some of the trainers is like how do you work towards like a calmer greeting even after you like release them and i think it's like that's where it's hard because it's like my mom is never going to wait to pet them or give them a treat she just like gives it to them <laughs> which is why they're excited to see her yeah same with my dad coming in going like who wants to go for a walk who wants to go for a walk who wants to go for oh yeah that was another thing that they uh, that jeff gelman said in the video too is like stop asking your dog questions (laughs) (laughs) of course they want to go for a walk of course they want to go for a ride in the car and of course they want food they want all of those things you don't have to ask them (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it's so true like even even uh even my husband said he's guilty of it and he, and he does like we'll be sitting there like about to go for a walk like after dinner and he's like hey doggies want to go for a walk and they're like mm-hmm. and then they go like running for the front door and then they sit like they're still very calm with my husband and I but it, it's just setting them up for excitement and then they're more distracted and they're gonna listen to you less right yeah so see <sighs> I ask questions and then I answer in a Ralph voice <laughs> <laughs> So I have like conversations with myself. <laughs> Does that make it better? <laughs> nope. It probably makes it worse. Because then I have like this little high pitch voice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny. It's so hard not to because they're exciting, cute little beasts. It's why they, it's why we have them. Yes. You need to pet them and you need to do exciting things with them. Oh. Hi, Ralph. <laughs> Probably barking at somebody outside. Yep. Windows, kitchen, window, <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> All right. We've got our week cut out for us. Yes. Next week, we'll be talking about how much we've improved. Yes. 
and yes. talking about the, and follow ho- holding each other accountable mm-hmm. for our being responsible podcasters and doing what we preach. <laughs> bad podcaster Heidi this week. Bad podcaster. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me but, too. Uh, we've caught ourselves, and uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta talk to each other. We'll text each other every day. How's it going? Are you doing this? Are you doing it? Are you doing it? Place. Are you working on the place? Yes. Yes. All right. That is a wrap. It's a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in next week on Improved Vero and Heidi (laughs) and Ralph and Lou and Gibbon on Let's Boop Snoots. See ya.